the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. And welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Some big questions that Pat Shermer, Denver Broncos offensive coordinator, needs to answer. I'm going to give you my reaction to the questions and see if we can solve the issues that uh, the Denver Broncos offensive coordinator will be facing this year, at least in 2020. But first, our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, where I tell you what, sure, UFC 249 was exciting, but that was just the primer this Saturday. UFC 250 starting off June with a bang, and the fighters eager to get into the octagon and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Here's the deal. Who's going to win this weekend? Tell you what, you may want to consider betting on Nunes because of some of these bonuses. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. And I'll tell you what, you could parlay the fights within the card as well, too, and even bet on which round the fight will end and how it will end. And for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook has a no brainer of a promotion. This is what I was telling you about offering five to one odds on Nunes who, by the way, is already heavily favored. Normally, a $10 bet on a fighter of Nunes' caliber would only net you about 2 bucks. But for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook offering $10 to win 50 Insane boost. Love it. Go download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get that sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a no-brainer odds on Nunes winning the big fight this weekend. Bet $10 to win 50 That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has that sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget to enter the code MHS when you sign up. Up to $1,000 in bonus, and it's only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Pat Shermer. Denver Broncos offensive coordinator's got a lot of questions that he must answer. Insert Jeff Legwald, ESPN senior writer, Leggy, of course, a, a friend of ours here locally in Denver, writes about those five questions. And I want to go, I want to list off the five questions first and then go through each of them individually. His first one is bottom line, how will the Broncos score more points? He then goes on to talk about is Drew Locke ready for all of this? Who is the left tackle? Who is wide receiver two? And how do Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon fit together? Let's start with the biggest question, and that is the bottom line. How will the Broncos score more points? Because you know what? 17 points per game, that ain't going to get the job done. This is a Denver Broncos offense that efficiency-wise was in the 20s and, quite frankly, has been in the 20s for the last couple of years. I will point out last year that my big problem with the offense was, A, obviously the quarterback position, but B, the offensive coordinator. I was not a fan of Rich Scangarello. I was not a fan of the scheme that he brought in. I think there was too much, hey, we want to be Kyle Shanahan, and this is why my luster is here and not enough Rich Scangarello. 
I want to know what you're going to do. I want to know what you are going to implement. I want to know what you are doing, not what Kyle Shanahan is doing. And you know what? If you're just taking a Kyle Shanahan ripoff and knockoff and just trying to make it your own, it's not going to work. Now, certainly, I'm not sure how great Rich Kangarella was set up for success, as we all knew, Joe Flacco was just going to be a failure. It was not going to work. Joe Flacco was not in his prime as much as Elway wants to tell you. And quite frankly, the quarterbacks over the last couple of years have been pretty terrible between Joe Flacco, Case Keenum, Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch, you name it. Post Peyton Manning, it has been terrible. But insert Drew Locke, final five games interesting, you know, kind of sexy unknown that starts to break onto the scene, higher draft picks, so obviously is going to be dubbed and considered the Denver Broncos' future, whether you think he is or not. So you kind of have this path and this vision that you start to follow, and particularly if you're the Denver Broncos, this is so critical for them because, you know, John Elway is very much defined right now as a GM in two different kinds of eras, if you will. It's the Peyton Manning era and the post-Peyton Manning era. And right now, the post-Peyton Manning era hasn't been able to find anything worth a damn as far as the quarterback position goes, and he's tried in several options. Free agency, signing a veteran, uh, high draft picks, mid-round draft picks. I mean, it's been bad. But this is the first time I think we can feel like there's a way and a, a somebody to build on. And that's exactly what they did in the offseason. Now, certainly, look, the defenses that they played in the final five games of the year, the Chargers, the Texans, the Chiefs, Lions, and Raiders, defenses that were not good by any means. But you at least saw a quarterback who belonged. And particularly in that Houston game, you saw a quarterback when looking on, boy, he is on, and of course that offense scored 38 points. That was only one of two times where they scored more than 38 points, and quite frankly, they only reached the 27-point threshold uh, five times, I believe it was, and twice, at least two of those times during the season, were under Drew Locke. So you now start to build around this kit, and the the bottom line answered is how will the Broncos score more points I think it really has to do with the fact that just the quality of your positions on offense went way up overall across the board uh let's talk about the quarterback position we believe Drew Locke is far better than Joe Flacco at least I certainly do he's certainly far better than what they had in Brendan Allen that is an improvement. You have Melvin Gordon adding to the Philip Lindsay running back stable, and I know we'll talk about that in a little bit, but quite frankly, adding to that room, it's not a negative. It is an upgrade. Adding Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler to the wide receiver position adds more talent. Again, more just more talent means that's a better position overall, and that will help you score more points. Albert Okuebana and another year for Noah Fan. We always talk about how the tight end position is a slow-developing tight, a slow-developing position in the NFL because it's so difficult. You got to learn two positions. You got to learn an offensive line, and you got to learn wide receiver, and somehow mishmash that together while also not trying to get your quarterback killed, but also being a playmaker. It's not easy in the NFL, and so Noah Fant had to have that long learning curve kind of go through the the rigors of the NFL while also trying to play at at that level and and speed and that's why usually you see tight ends struggle in their first year or two sometimes and yet Noah Fan actually had a pretty darn good year last year as a rookie tight end and then you look 
the offensive line. Look, that offensive line was a disaster last year. Now, a lot of that had to do with Joe Flacco. A lot of that had to do with Brendan Allen. There is also a lack of talent on that side of things. I think most people believe that Ryan, uh, as much as I love him, Ron Leary, was just the ship was sailed on Ron Leary. It was a more of a twilight career year for him. He was dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, obviously, they lose the center position in McGovern, but they do get one back in what they hope is the future center for them in Lloyd Cushenberry III out of LSU, which was a tremendous draft pick that fell to them in the third round. And then, of course, she signed Graham Glasgow to play guard. The hope is that those tackles, which we've talked about in the past, is a weakness. The hope is that you can get a little bit more consistency out of them, Maybe one more offseason. And I don't want to say they make a major drastic leap forward because you really don't know. But because of the fact that they are under Mike Munchak one more year, you hope that at least the consistency allows them maybe to play a little bit faster, a little bit more of an understanding with Drew Locke. And I think Drew Locke really is the trigger man out of all this because, quite frankly, the wide receivers get better with better Drew Locke play. The running backs don't have to face so many men in the box when there is a passing game. The offensive line looks better with a good quarterback. Everything rotates around the kid out of Missouri. So make no mistake, while we are talking about this team just gaining more talent in general, there is a bit of this factor that kind of lingers over the Denver Broncos and will forever until proven otherwise whether he is good or bad. And that's this offense will go as Drew Locke goes. If Drew Locke succeeds, this Broncos offense is going to be somewhere in the top 10. If Drew Locke fails, this is going to be a team that also, again, scores 17, 18 points per game and is very much dead last in the NFL when it comes to offensive explosiveness or whatever may be the case. So look, Denver's going to be pushing the ball downfield. They're going to be looking to do a little bit more of a vertical game. Obviously, the wide receivers are a heck of a threat from Cortland Sutton to Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler with that blur speed and don't just... Don't discount the tight ends and their importance in this offense because I tell you what, I think you're going to see Albert Okawebana and Noah Fant really utilized effectively and often in this offense in this year. Even for Albert Okawebana, a rookie, I think you're going to see the Denver Broncos really lean on them tight ends and, and maybe rightfully so as a security blanket for a young quarterback. Now the second, uh, we kind of got over the uh, second question that Leggy brought up is, is Drew Locke ready for this? Look, the question, the answer is no. We don't know. Okay, uh, we we have to say no until we say yes because we see it on the field. So quite frankly, we just don't know. This is still his first year starting. This is still all new to him. I would like to think that he is a what we can factually say more prepared because he's had a full off season to prepare and he's seen this before in actual play. But maybe more so than anything, this is now a kid who is not, you know, you know when you first learn how to swim, you, you, you're just like barely trying to keep your head above water because you're like, oh my God, I just don't want to drown. Like I'm, I'm doing the doggy paddle thing and I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And then you start to get better at it and then you start to get faster and then you start to build up that endurance and you get more used to, you get more comfortable. And, I, and because of the fact that we can say that this is a second year for Drew Locke, this is another offseason for him. Now now we know there ain't nobody behind him, okay? You signed Jeff Driscoll very much as the backup. Jeff Driscoll ain't going to compete for anything here in Denver. If Jeff Driscoll hits the, uh, hits the uh, football field for the Denver Broncos, they are in major trouble. Now you have a little bit more comfort. You know, now that head is not just, you're not just barely trying to stay above water, 
Now you have a lot more of a comfort. And quarterbacks play so much more effectively when they are comfortable, when they are not under the gun and and trying to just catch up to the speed of the NFL, that kind of break-in period for a quarterback, Drew Locke is past that. That first five games was a perfect break-in period. And you know what? Drew Locke passed it with flying colors. And so you have to, there is a understandably natural excitement that sits around this kid. But of course, more than anything, look, we've said that there were other quarterbacks, Matt Flynn in the past, uh, Brian Brom, Robert Griffin III, who had exciting, uh, passed with flying color, break-in periods, and then all of a sudden just completely fell off the face of the earth. So this is a tough NFL that uh, gobbles you up quickly if you do not produce. So certainly Drew Locke is going to be under the gun this year to produce, and the hope is that he gets good protection out of that left tackle position. This is the biggest question, without a doubt, on the NFL roster of the Denver Broncos. From offense to defense, will they be okay at left tackle? The conversation about Garibalds continues. Elijah Wilkinson, foot surgery a couple weeks ago. He he may be limited when the Broncos get back on the field. Could he actually be a viable challenger for Garrett Bowles? Can Mike Munchak get into Garrett Bowles' head? Did Garrett Bowles get better? Or was Drew Locke just the reason why Garrett Bowles appeared to play better towards the end of the season? These are the big questions. This is the number one question, I think, if you're the Denver Broncos surrounding the entire team. It's not on defense. It's not corner. It is 100% the left tackle position. It's not ideal that Garrett Bowles is your starting left tackle, but there are some statistics, and again, I'm not a box score guy, but there are some statistics from our friends at Pro Football Focus that say Garrett Bowles is somewhere in the middle of the field when it comes to the left tackle position. Now, the problem is, is a lot of these optics, the Denver Broncos and their left tackle position have given up all these big plays. You know, I can remember the big play, uh, you know, in the, the... Chicago game, I think there was a big play in the Houston game. You know, just weird, inopportune times where holding takes back a big play, kills a drive, whatever may may be the case. And Goebbels now has this reputation. And maybe unfairly, this is a officially uh, officiating team that week by week knows that 72 has been notorious for holding. Now, Quite frankly, I don't think it's a good excuse because your remedy is just to get better at the left tackle position. Stop holding. Be better in the fundamentals. Have better footwork. This is all stuff that Garrett Bowles has got to improve or else this will be his final year, assuming he even wins the starting position. It is the Broncos Blitz Podcast, and I tell you what, it's presented by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And we were talking about UFC 249 and how it was exciting, but that was just the primer this Saturday, UFC 250. It is starting the June sports calendar with a bang. Use the promo code MHS when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. And, of course, you got that boost with Nunes. A a fighter of Nunes' caliber would only net you $2. Tell you what, normally on a $10 bet, but offering $10 to win Fifty, How great is that? Go check out our friends over there at DraftKings Sportsbook and use the promo code MHS. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
100 as we continue on with our big questions that we have for this Denver Broncos team. Look, I think the one that I'm not really sure is a question, but more so just an excitement to see is who slots behind Cortland Sutton at wide receiver two. That is the question asked by Leggy of Espen. But I will say this, in the NFL, you know, in today's day and age, we really don't have a, at least in my opinion, we really don't have a wide receiver two, if you will. Look, quite frankly, there's three wide receivers on the field at all times. And with the utilization of tight ends in this offense, with Pat Shermer really leaning that way and potentially a running back out of the backfield, look, wide receiver two could be Noah Fan, it could be Albert Okawebana, it could be Melvin Gordon, it could be Philip Lindsay, it could be Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, or Cortland Sutton as it is. There are so many options on this Broncos offense. So I think to just say, hey, let's define who the wide receiver two is, I don't really know is a is a, a worthy discussion to have because of the fact that, look, you're looking at it this way. Weapon one, weapon two, weapon three, weapon four, weapon five. And you're going to do that based on the playbook. And you're going to cycle through those weapons. And then you're going to have a, a, a dump off or a, a shut off valve, a safety valve that Drew Locke can access. But quite frankly, look, if Melvin Gordon's the guy coming out the backfield on a wheel route that's the op- the open option, I want Drew Locke taking that option. He may not be defined as the second you know, wide receiver, whatever may be the case. I think this is more of a um, a, a discussion that, that needs to be zoomed out, broad-stroked, and I know a lot of people don't like to talk about that because, look, let's be honest. It's going to line up Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, KJ Hamler, one, two, three, as far as the depth chart. From there, everybody else is behind. And this is why we put Deshaun Hamilton and Tim Patrick really on blast on draft day when we saw them take two wide receivers because, you know what, the Denver Broncos are saying, basically sending them a message. You better you better show up in training camp or else your jobs, your spots on the roster – They may not be for long. Last question that ESPN asks is, how do Lindsey and Melvin Gordon fit? Now, I want to read a piece out of uh, Leggy's part here on ESPN. He says, quote, Pat Shermer has traditionally been a one-back guy as a play caller and has also said the back who has the most impact on the passing game would be the kind of full runner he's looking to have, end quote. This would obviously mean that it's a little bit of a lean to Melvin Corden, but I, I think I would not just immediately write off Philip Lindsay. You know, I, I think a lot of people are saying, well, Lindsay's going to be utilized more of this accent back. I think you're going to see them utilized a little bit more 50-50 than you think. I, I don't. I think the the actual carries will be favoring Melvin Gordon while I don't think a lot now total touches comes into play and you say Melvin Gordon obviously because this kid can catch the football out of the backfield maybe a little bit better than Philip Lindsay so uh, you know utilizing the two together is really going to have to be where Pat Shermer shines because the natural talent of Noah Fan, Albert Okawebana Jerry, Judy, K.J. Hamler, Cortland Sutton uh, paired with Drew Locke is really just going to be able to shine in normal play. Where Pat Shermer is going to have to get creative, and this does include K.J. Hamler on a little bit, is how do you utilize Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay? How are you going to work them into the offense, and particularly Melvin Gordon, whether it's in the backfield, utilizing motion, spreading him out. You know, Maybe it's K.J. Hamler on a reverse or an end around, whatever may be the case. These are the things that you're going to have to get a little creative with, and it gives you an opportunity 
to to throw in a couple wrinkles here and there. You know, maybe it's a trick play you're practicing, or maybe it's just simply breaking them down with the talent that you got on the outsides and then hitting them deep with Cortland Sutton or a wheel route out of the backfield with Melvin Gordon, a screen play here or there perfectly timed. This is where you're going to see Pat Shermer, I think, defined visually the most because this is where he has most of the say and control. You know, if Jerry Judy happens to drop passes out of the gate or isn't running as clean wrist, you know, routes, whatever it may be the case, that's not going to be on Pat Shermer. That's just simply on Jerry Judy. And I think a lot of people are going to start to look at, well, why did we draft this guy? The, the control that Pat Shermer has is in these running backs, and that's where I think one of our bigger questions on offense, at least, certainly is there. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Of course, always talking about the Denver Broncos. And today, the five questions new Broncos offensive coordinator Pat Shermer must answer. And really, I think the Broncos need to answer in general. Because quite frankly, look, this does fall on Vic Fangio as well, too. The, the fact of the matter that this team scored 17 points last year was just not good. I think a lot of Broncos fans are willing to give a pass because, A, it was Joe Flacco. You knew he wasn't very good. And, B, a lot of people didn't like Rich Gangarello. Well, Pat Shermer taking a lot of that responsibility now, but two years in a row, you start to look at Vic Fangio and you say, hey, you know, I know you're the defensive guy, but you are the head coach and you are responsible for everything that goes on on this football team. Overall, I do think the Broncos offense is going to get better. I do believe it will be a team that scores somewhere in the range of 22 to 24 points per game. I think we're going to talk about this offense later in the year, week 12, week 13, and we're always going to say they're one year away. They're one year away, one more year of development, one more left tackle away. I think this is going to be a year where you're going to see flashes and you're going to see mistakes. You're going to see Drew Locke throw a couple stupid passes, a couple ducks into double coverage that you're going to say, oh my God, what, what was he thinking there? That is Drew Locke's mentality, I believe, is that kind of gunslinger, take a chance, and sometimes it's going to backfire. But the pros in return are going to outweigh the cons. And I think if you're the Denver Broncos fan, you should be very excited for what you're about to see on offense because I think it's going to be very, very good moving forward. But there is a lot of youth. Most of these players on offense under the age of 27, you're all talking about a team that is still growing together, still trying to mesh together. And you know what? To be truly honest, still learning the speed of football from Drew Locke to Albert Okawebana, Noah Fant to uh, the rookie at the center position. You know, let's not forget about the offensive line and Lloyd Cushenberry III. There are guys that are going to have to learn about the speed of the NFL, and that is going to plague them at Hopefully, inopportune times for the Denver Broncos this year, but very much could become a problem. And you know what? While we say it's a problem in the short term, this is what you have to go through to get to that long-term success. You have to experience the defeat to savor victory. And so I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you understand that this year that there are going to be some growing pains that you work through so long as those growing pains don't rear their ugly head again in week six, and again in week nine, and again in week 13. Show this fan base that you are learning from your mistakes, and everything will be just fine. The Broncos Blitz Podcast is presented by our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings, the DraftKings Sportsbook, I should say, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And like I mentioned, sure, UFC 249 was exciting, but that was just the primer this Saturday. 
UFC 250 starting off the June sports calendar with a bang. Fighters eager to get into the octagon and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. And I tell you what, this is what I'm going to be trying to get some skin in this weekend. This DraftKings bet is pretty sweet, and this bonus is incredible. Limited time. DraftKings Sportsbook, no-brainer of a promotion, offering 5-1 to odds on Nunes, who is already heavily favored. Normally, a $10 bet on a fighter of Nunes' caliber would only net $2, but a limited time. DraftKings Sportsbook offering $10 to win 50 how are you not going to get involved in that? Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code MHS for the bonus when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that, DraftKings Sportsbook offering no-brainer odds on Nunes winning the big fight this weekend. Bet $10, win $50. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook. That sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget to enter code MHS when you sign up to get that bonus up to $1,000. Only DraftKings. Sportsbook giving you this one. It is a good one. Must be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus compromised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Dra- deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. For the Broncos Blitz Podcast, my name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio on Twitter. If you like the podcast, if you like what what we do, hey, give us five stars on the many locations that you could find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or MileHighSports.com. We really appreciate you listening. And Hey, if you have a question, whatever may be the case, or maybe you just want to reach out and say hello, or you have a, a question to read on the podcast, I'll read them in future podcasts. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio on Twitter. Of course, a Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Mile High Sports and MileHighSports.com. You could check out all the different Broncos writing and analysis that we have at MileHighSports.com. That is the hub for all Broncos coverage here in Denver. That's MileHighSports.com. MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.